Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic. We are here. We are live. We are in person with Aaron Spitzner from the Kowal Investment Group, your host today, filling in for the big guy. Yeah, that's right. He, <laughs> he, he let me back on the air. Well, you've been on many times before, yep. Aaron, and our listeners know your voice from the daily market updates uh, supplied here for WISN. And we should mention WIBA Madison. This show is also on every weekend. So welcome, Madison listeners. And of course, in Milwaukee. Jeff and I talk about the origin of the show when we started. It was uh, the week before 9-11 when we started the show. Yeah. That threw things off. Markets are closed for a while. And then we got kicking after that, and we've been on the air ever since. Yeah, it's, I was actually taking a look at our, our webpage, and there was a, uh, some pictures on there of the Jeff and you on the radio show. I must, I mean, when we were young? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't recognize you. <laughs> No, I'm only did I, kidding. Did I have a mullet? It <laughs> <laughs> looked nice. Well, I've been here th- uh, 29 years, uh, 30 in April. <laughs> so I've been doing the radio thing a long time, and I respect Jeff Kowal and the things he's done over the years, educating our listeners. Really, this show focuses on retirement. You do the market updates Monday through Friday. In addition, we have a guest on today's show, Aaron. That's right. We have uh, Frank Sturban with... Town Bank. And Frank, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and, and who you are, what you do, those kind of things. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Good so, to have you on the show, Frank. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. So I'm a uh, commercial lender with Town Bank. Uh, down in Racine, joined the organization uh, several years ago. And uh, we put a branch down in, uh, in Racine right on Highway 20 in uh, Perry Avenue. So it's been a, a great location for us. And uh, town was started uh, in 1998, actually, as the State Bank of Delafield. And uh, in 2004, we joined the uh, Wintrust family of banks. So Wintrust Financial Holding Corporation owns uh, 14 separate and independently chartered banks. Town Bank is the uh, the Wintrust charter in Racine, so or in uh, in Wisconsin. And so we're a, a rather large community bank uh, headquartered actually in Milwaukee at our uh, new headquarters on 731 North Jackson, uh, previously uh, out in Delafield. So, Is that a new uh, location, Frank? Uh, that was an additional location for us, yeah. Yeah, so wanted to uh, increase our presence in Milwaukee uh, as well as certainly uh, Racine uh, back in 2018 when we built the, uh, the Racine branch. So uh, I work with a, a, a wide array of uh, different, uh, uh, different business owners, everything from manufacturers, service companies, uh, property uh, investors, uh, multifamily, commercial, uh, pretty much everything across the board. also work with uh, municipalities and nonprofits as well, but uh, most of the clients that I work with are in the manufacturing and service industry. So I serve clients throughout uh, southeastern Wisconsin. Uh, most of my clients are located in Waukesha, Milwaukee, and Racine area. Uh, certainly can go outside of that, also down into Illinois, but that's uh, generally where we kind of focus our efforts. Your title, Frank, is Senior Vice President of Business Banking. Correct. That's a long title. That is it's a long, long-winded title for sure. And then, Aaron, you're going to kind of circle back to the agenda for today's show and what the topic is. Yeah, you know, 
for those of you that have uh, tuned in here, you're thinking, hey, the retirement clinic, what are we doing with a, uh, a business banker on here? Uh, so I think it'll be important that we, we'll jump back into that in a second here. And, and before we do so, I just want to uh, cover some of the items here. We talked a little bit about the uh, the um, market reports. Um, that is something that you can hear us. Uh, that's Monday through Friday. Uh, and you can hear us, uh, WISN, here in Milwaukee, 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock news block. Also, 4.55 on WIBA during the Vicki McKenna show out in Madison. Uh, it'll be, you'll hear everybody in the office there. You'll have Jeff, uh, Aaron, Joe, Marie, John, Christine, myself. Just give you a minute of what's going on in the market that day and how it affects you. Um, as far as, a, you know, this week, pretty interesting market reports kind of came through. We saw some really good, really strong economic news. I think that helped mask, um, you know, some of the fears about the coronavirus and and, and some of the other things going on. It was on just out there. a big news week in general. Yeah, coronavirus, the impeachment Senate trial coming to an end. Thank God. Yes, that's all behind us. Does does the market seemingly? didn't respond much to the impeachment. In fact, it kind of went up, it seemed like, Aaron. Yeah, it seemed as if, and I think it was a good time to have some of these strong numbers. You know, we saw the unemployment number yesterday. Uh, What was it? 225,000 jobs were created in January. And that was larger than anticipated, right? About 60,000 more. I think they revised also December upwards. Uh, Unemployment rate, though, one, it, it was a tenth of a percent, it ticked up. So everybody's thinking, well, why did unemployment rate go up? It's actually because we have people coming off the benches and they're optimistic, they're looking for work uh, as wages are going up. Uh, so, you know, we have a lot of good things going on in the economy. At the same time, we have, a, you know, this in, you know, impeachment going on and, yeah. and it masks all of those other issues. Uh, There's always uncertainty with yep. that investors don't like. It's a cliche, right? Investors don't like uncertainty. Correct. And, and I, but I think as we see... It, you know, they see the jobs number, and the manufacturing was another surprise to the upside. Um, uh, you know, you, you don't want to get too far into the weeds with these month-to-month numbers, but at the same time, it's also important to see, okay, we had manufacturing contracting for the last five months. All of a sudden, January came, and it was the biggest one-month jump we have seen in the last couple of years, I think since like 2013. In manufacturing. And manufacturing is now expanding. So here we have... Jobs are good. Manufacturing is growing, um, and again, it helped you know ease the mind of some of those investors that any, may have been. Is there concerned. any bad news? Um, I, uh, <laughs> this I, is a I, good I, thing. I don't. Know. I, I don't I, it's hard to find bad news. I mean, if you really look, right, you can you can try to I'm, spin I'm something. I'm sure there's but. some that that can be spun that way, but it seems like such a solid economy. Uh, if you want a job, you have one. We're at full employment, basically, yep. right? Um, how did you and Frank meet? Now we've got Frank Sturban from Town Bank here. You told a story about okay, it's the retirement clinic. How did you guys connect? And let's talk about uh, where we're headed on today's show. Yeah, so um, the way we got together um, was actually taking a look at a, uh, a, a mutual client um, now and as somebody that was looking to exit one of their businesses, right? Uh, and, I, and I guess, Frank, I'll let you kind of lead the story here. I mean, it, it was kind of um, one of your first one, your contact in, initially here. So I think it's good to paint a picture for all the of the entire uh, relationship and how it worked out and, and why we have a couple different professionals working on this client's case. So we had a, a, a mutual client, and uh, this mutual client uh, was coming into a rather significant amount of money, and uh, so we were strategizing on uh, on the business side of things, and that's one thing I certainly do with my clients, and 
in all aspects of their financial well-being. Uh, my forte is the, the the business banking side, the the, the commercial finance side. And uh, all of a sudden, this individual is looking at uh, coming into a couple million dollars and uh, at the end of his uh, career. And he's saying, well, what do I do with this money? Should I should I sell? Should I not sell? Uh, what, what do I do with this? You know, is that going to provide me the lifestyle that I need? And I said, well, lifestyle issue is uh, really more of a financial financial advisor space, uh, more uh, Kowal Investments and, and Aaron Spitzner rather than what I do. And so uh, we started working together with this client and uh, have him on a real good path, I think. Most people hear $2 million and think, boy, that's enough for the rest of my life. It's kind of a relative thing. Everybody's got a different number, Aaron, for what they need for their retirement. Yeah, and, and, and in this particular case, you have a business owner that is working very hard day in and day out, um, not being able to step away from work uh, and spend the time with his family and his kids um, the way that he would like to. And he's saying, okay, if I you know, sell a portion of my business or sell my business, will I have enough to um, take that money, invest it, preserve it, take income from it, um, and replace that lost income or a portion of that lost income that I was earning uh, while working. And that is really the um, where we had to, to put those numbers together to see if it would work out for him. And well, then that works in tandem with what Frank is doing on his side uh, with helping to facilitate the, more of the banking transactions. Yeah, Frank, getting back to your role at Town Bank, and you're out of the Racine branch, right? Out of the Racine branch, correct. I mean, why describe your daily job? Why do people come to you? What what do you do on a daily basis, Frank? Sure. So people come to me for a couple of different reasons, and uh, part of the part of the question that uh, I think is most important is why do I do what I do? Uh, probably even just as importantly as uh, as what I do. So I grew up uh, predominantly on the south side of Racine. Ended up moving to the north side of Racine when I was fourteen, and. Uh, Grew up through the, uh, the on the south side in the 80s and uh, the 90s, and uh, Racine is a very heavy manufacturing town, and uh, still still has a concentration in that less than it was uh, you know 30 some years ago. Uh, but uh, when I grew up uh, in the 80s and 90s, uh, saw a lot of manufacturing close, uh, saw a lot of jobs go overseas, a lot of businesses shut down. And, uh, you know, so I uh, made a profession in, in finance and got into commercial banking. And so why I do what I do is to help businesses thrive, to, uh, to help uh, business owners uh, grow their wealth, uh, save money and, and expand their businesses and allow them to hire, hire people, buy things. And, uh, Your so. heart's in Racine. I mean, so you're I grew, from there. I grew up in Racine, absolutely. Later in the show, I know, along with Aaron, because now Coal Investment Group has an office in Racine, yep. we're going to talk a little bit about Racine. That's right. Some Later the, in the show. Yep. That's a tease. Oh, a tease. I, see, oh. I'm not good at this radio thing. See, I, you talk about that. I just want to continue with that stuff. That's, why, that's <laughs> why I'm here. Yeah. That's hey, why we can function without you. I, I'm here to keep you on pace. Thank you. Yeah, and in fact, remember the original plan? Frank was scheduled for, we had a snowstorm. <laughs> and Paul, me, I got stuck in the ditch. Yes. I couldn't make it. So the plan kind of fell apart <laughs> about three weeks ago, and we finally got Frank back in here. So thank you, Frank, for your patience. Appreciate you having yeah, me. That was my bad for trying to get out of my driveway with a <laughs> stupid little Civic when I've got two SUVs sitting in the garage. 
Oh, you were just trying to have fun, I guess, on the on the ice that day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Calling a coworker at 4 a.m., can you fill in for me? Not a good call. <laughs> so thank you, Dave, for uh, so we got through that week. Well, we're going to talk a lot about, in fact, we've got the sexy segment coming up, as always, on the Retirement Clinic. We are going to hear from Aaron Kowal shortly after the first break for the boss minute. That's uh, what we talk about a lot. Business owners, what we just mentioned, business owners need to have a retirement plan, Aaron. Yeah, that's um, that's one of those items where you know, again, we uh, we see a lot of uh, business owners that are uh, continuing kind of that day to day operations, keeping their business going, but don't have really the time to uh, to look at their own situation. Oftentimes, a lot of their money is uh, is is uh, invested in the company, um, but maybe they're not um, on on one side of things. Maybe they're not saving in their own retirement plan. On the other hand, uh, maybe they maybe there's an opportunity to. Um, work on employee retention and, and, and start something up like a 401k plan or a simple IRA for their employees. You, you, you know? mentioned they might not have, not have time. I know a lot of friends that own small business. They don't want to do this stuff. Yeah. They just don't want to. Their thing is their job. Yep. Yeah. And they don't, it, it, the thing I run across lately, like I mentioned, is the retirement plan for, um, for their employees. Um, they think it, it's something that, you know, not that they haven't thought about it, but again, they, they don't, you know, they don't want to think about it, um, so here we can come into the uh, into the office or into the building and and give them a good idea of how much the plan would cost them. Uh, it helps with employee retention and helps attract new employees, especially in today's day and age with uh, the unemployment rate at what, what I say three point six percent. It's hard to find good talent, and you want to make sure you keep who you have. Yeah, people say three point six percent. I said full employment. I think four percent is considered full employment. Yep, you're always going to have few people that just don't want to have a job. Yep, that oh, don't yeah. work. Yeah, but you know, like I said, with wages going up now, all of a sudden more people are getting off the sidelines, and That's and we're good. finding them into you know finding their way into the workforce. Yeah, it here. used to be we've got more jobs, but the wages aren't going up. Now the wages are going up too. Yeah, yeah so. so things are going pretty good. Here's what's not going good: the weather forecast. I got to pass this along real quickly. We are expected to get snow for the weekend in Milwaukee. Real quickly, Fox says. Fox 6, 1 to 3 inches of snow on Sunday, 3 to 5 inches northwest of Milwaukee. For central and western Wisconsin, they're now saying over 10 inches of snow. That's your forecast in a nutshell. Today, just light snow and flurries, possible high 31. The system moves in tonight, and then the snow tomorrow. Milwaukee, about 3 inches. We'll be right back. It's News Talk 1130 WISN and WIBM Madison. You're listening to The Retirement Clinic with your host, Aaron Spitzner. Our guest is Frank Sturban from Town Bank, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. It's estimated that 10,000 baby boomers hit retirement age every single day. That's a huge number. A lot of those are business owners. Many of these soon-to-be retirees have created and run a successful business for many years, but are now wondering what's the next step. They ask themselves many questions like should they transfer their business to their children, their employees, or maybe sell the company to to a third party. It's important to consider these issues. Statistically, 85% of a business owner's net worth is tied up in their business. So this makes it critical to get the planning done right. And if possible, get the planning done early as well. Having an exit plan puts you in control of the situation. If the planning is done, the groundwork laid, then a lot of the stress can be taken out of what's going to happen with what is most likely your most valuable asset. 
It'll also provide you with adaptability and flexibility if plans change. Get your succession plan going now so if something happens, there isn't a fire sale that can put your plans and your family's plans in jeopardy. That's Aaron with today's Boss Minute. Aaron Kowal, the host of the show. We got two Aarons. Aaron Spitzner is in studio today uh, for Jeff Kowal, the host of the program. And joining us from Town Bank is Frank Sturban, Senior Vice President of Business Banking. How many branches in all again did you say, Frank? Oh, upper 20s, uh, basically stemming from Madison to Milwaukee and then south down to the Illinois line. Local banking, we hear we hear about this a lot, right? Yep. That you're, you know, just that that relationship w- with your banker. We gave your background before. Now we're going to ca- kind of got dive deep into the weeds and tie it into retiring, Aaron, and how you help those planning to retire. We hear about succession planning a lot, especially with business owners. Let's start the discussion there. So there's a couple of uh, very important tie-ins to retirement and and what I do. And I work with a lot of business owners that are contemplating retirement. Uh, Most business owners are somewhere in their late 40s, 50s, uh, certainly in in the 60s. So it's always something that they're possibly thinking about or continuously thinking about, really. And people come to me for one of three reasons. Uh, they're, they're buying something, a piece of equipment, a building, a uh, line of credit, uh, what have you. Uh, the second reason people come to me is it's not a great situation with their current bank. They're, they're not meshing. Uh, their current bank uh, isn't really fulfilling the, all, the, all of the needs that uh, they need them to. And uh, third, and one of the most popular reasons, is they're just looking to save money. Uh, with rates coming down pretty significantly, uh, uh, we're really coming off of a, of a historical low, and they, they went up uh, about uh, two years ago. And now they're really coming back down, and now is a great time if anybody's thinking about refinancing their commercial debt. Now is a phenomenal time, and uh, we're, we're looking at uh, quoting rates really in the threes on, on five-year terms. And so how that ties into retirement planning, it's, it's a lot of how do I save money, how do I, how do I uh, you know, increase the worth of my business, the profitability of my business, how do I position my business to sell. So what I do is a, is a big portion of that. Let's structure the debt rate, really getting a, an understanding of what the client is looking to do, where they're looking to go, not only this year, but in the next five years, next 10 years and beyond. And also, some are you know looking to uh, retire within the next year or two. So we look at things like succession planning, and sometimes that can come in the form of selling to a child. It can uh, come in form of uh, just selling to an unknown third party. So succession planning, I hear it a lot. It doesn't always mean the family business, right? Not always. No, no. A lot of times, uh, people engage uh, brokers, and they will go out and find an independent third party that's you know, looking to come in, buy the business, generally have some sort of background uh, in the industry. And uh, so that that really uh, presents uh, particular challenges when financing. And each case is different, uh, right? Or when you're in the financial world, no, no deal is the same. And so there's a lot of tools out there that we use really to help uh, business owners purchase businesses, uh, really whether it be uh, the, the kids that are purchasing the business with the assistance of the the business owner who's the parent, uh, or if it's an independent third party that's coming in, there's a lot of great tools out there to be able to do that. One of the things that uh, people often finance are is really blue sky, right? You're paying for a stream of cash flows. 
and there's no collateral behind it. Real estate becomes easy. You can get an appraisal. You understand what that's worth. Uh, that's very straightforward. But when you're paying for a stream of cash flows where there's no collateral behind it, how do we finance that? If it is a, 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 a parent to a child sale, uh, that can be handled one way. Uh, if it is an independent third-party sale, um, you know, that, that's going to be financed a little bit differently. One of the great things uh, out there is the Small Business Administration it has a, lot, a number of different programs out there where the SBA will provide a guarantee uh, of that, uh, certainly for, for a fee. Uh, that's a fe- that's a federal thing, not state level. That right? is federal. Yep, yep. There's also some uh, uh, local resources, like down in Racine. Uh, we can utilize uh, RCEDC, Racine County Economic Development Corporation. Uh, they have a lot of great programs in Milwaukee. Uh, has uh, Milwaukee Economic Development Corporation. So there's a lot of local resources. Uh, if you uh, didn't want to go through uh, the federal government for some reason, but. The SBA is a, is a phenomenal group. They do a lot of great things for uh, somebody coming in and looking at how do I finance the stream of cash flows. As far as financing and loans, I mean, we're at the show prior to this, the, the real estate show, it's a good time to borrow money. If you're buying a house, it's a good market. As a business owner, Aaron Spitzer, I'll start with you and then we'll talk to Frank. A good time to finance things right now, this climate. You know, it, it's interesting that you asked that because uh, I was just having a conversation with a friend about uh, interest rates, and uh, they are in the process of buying a new home right now. Their first home they acquired, I think it was about eight years ago. And at that point in time, we were thinking, he told me what his interest rate was, and you're like, oh my gosh, like three three and a half percent. Like, we're never going to see this again, right? And uh, all of a sudden, here we go, eight years later. Um, yeah, like you said, Frank, rates have kind of they've kind of gone up. They'll come back down, but they seem to be in this certain range. Mm-hmm. They'll trick, you know, they'll trickle up. They'll come back down. They'll go up. They'll come back down. And here we are again, like you mentioned, uh, back to historically low areas. I My parents know. lecture me all the time about their first house, fourteen <laughs> percent. Then they were at seventeen percent, and I was my mind was spinning. It, you talk about now. I'm locked in at a two point six two five mortgage. 15 year I couldn't comprehend the 17 percent and who knows what lies ahead but right now yeah. Frank what are your thoughts on this climate for business owners have you ever seen anything like this it, it's it's such a great uh, business environment right now uh, all politics aside uh, the economy is booming federally locally here uh, in southeastern Wisconsin it's a great time to be a business owner it's a great time to purchase whatever it is. I'm uh, glad you said the political thing because that's not a part. The economy shouldn't be a partisan discussion. The economy, if it's good, all Americans should be happy, <laughs> right? How can you not be happy in a strong economy? Absolutely. Politics often gets uh, gets commingled with uh, with uh, political and economic discussions, certainly. But, uh, you know, right now, uh, regardless, uh, politics aside, the economy is booming. We are at uh, virtually our natural uh, unemployment rate where everybody who's got a job wants a job. And uh, a lot of what we're seeing right now is companies going out and paying, you know, $15, $20 minimum wages. And uh, it, it's, it's uh, well, it's a really nice thing to do. There's a very practical reason for it. That's because a lot of business owners have a, an extremely hard time keeping people. 
And so there, there's a very practical uh, reason why they're doing that. Employee retention. You want to keep the Absolutely. good employees or they're going to leave for a better job. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, tying this back to retirement, Aaron Spitzner, I got to ask you this. This is all good for our retirement plan as well. Yeah, well, Maybe yeah. I can step up the savings? Well, yeah, that's that's one thing, too, where you have, um, you know, one of the questions we get a lot, too, is, hey, if if um, I have a mortgage and, you know, going back to pay off the mortgage, keep your money in the market, obviously, in, in that particular situation, it's not it's not cut and dry uh, because some people just want to pay off their mortgage to help them sleep at night. Um, you don't know what's coming down the road. Uh, but oftentimes when you're looking at interest rates being historically low and you're seeing the types of returns that we're getting in the market, it, it, it's pretty tempting to allow that debt to, to just remain in place with, and, and you know, maintain that mortgage while you, you, ha- you keep your money in, your port- in the portfolio. What about refinancing, Frank? If I'm listening to us talk about these great rates, but I'm locked in at something else, are you seeing people refinance or, is, or are we done with that wave? Oh, no. There's a tremendous amount of refinance still happening. Uh, so we tend to price off of the uh, same term LIBOR. So if we're doing a five-year term, we price off of the five-year LIBOR. And uh, that net rate uh, a couple of years ago, industry-wide, was, if I look back two years ago, industry-wide, we were looking at you know somewhere high fours, low fives. And uh, just yesterday, I had a conversation with a client that we're going to be bringing on. He's looking at about a 3.7% fixed interest rate for five years. So a lot of a lot of business owners are really hanging out in that uh, mid-four interest rate. They're saying, hey, you know, is, is there an opportunity? Now is that time to take a look at refinancing. And a lot of what I do is I talk to people, and, you know, sometimes it, it doesn't make sense to move. Uh, for whatever reason, they have a big prepayment penalty. So when I talk to them, I can uh, gauge pretty quick if I can come in and save them money or, you know, conversely, if I can't, you know, I'll let you know that too. I hope you still go with me because I'm a charming guy and I'm good to work with. And, <laughs> we um, can vouch for that. <laughs> I appreciate it. I, oh, one thing I want to mention. Uh, we never gave the elevator speech at the top of the hour for both of you guys. And we talked about Town Bank and you're in the Racine location. Um, but we should give out the phone numbers and we'll probably do that before we break here. If they want to reach out and talk to you, Frank, can they do that? What's your Absolutely. best contact? So my best contact, uh, reach me by, I can be reached by phone, uh, area code 262-691-1734, or reach me at F Sturbin, so F-S-T-E-R-B-I-N, at townbank.us. Not .com, but .us. Ah, Common mistakes. So. And a big distinction as well. The Kowal Investment Group, uh, I said we usually do that elevator speech at the beginning of the show. Aaron, we launched right in. I oh, wanna... we, we were so excited to jump right into the material of the show today. We we neglected to give out the, uh, the website and the phone number. And that's something Jeff and I do every week because yep. he has added locations now in Ozaukee County and Port Washington. The Kowal Investment Group is in Middleton, which is Madison, and that's where we are. We are on WIBA as well. The market reports you talked about yep. on WIBA, Madison and Ison in Milwaukee. Phoenix, Arizona. Waukesha, that's the world headquarters. Yeah, that's right. Is that your office where you work out of? Uh, I split some time between Waukesha and, uh, and Racine. And that's what I was yep. going to mention. Yep. Your latest location, you moved to Racine. That's right. Um, 
right off of uh, basically right off the freeway, 94 and, and Highway 20. There, you get off the freeway, you can't miss it. You can't miss a sign. No, it's right there. It's it's right there. Yep. Yeah, and we are going to talk a little bit about Racine with Frank's roots being in Racine, uh, your town bank location. You work out of the Racine branch as well, right? A couple miles east of Cowal. Uh, we're going to kind of tie this in, uh, and you have the honor, I think, Aaron. Uh, after the break for the sexy segment. Yep, I, uh, I, I, I took that segment away from uh, from Frank. Not that well, he's not sexy here, but I, I decided well, to. Uh, it's generally about wealth management and preservation. Yes. Give us a tease. What's your topic today? Yeah, so I think you know one of those items that I, I've been hearing a lot about from from clients lately is it, I kind of call it my my what's trending area, and that happens to do with well we've all we kind of talked a little bit about the Secure Act, right? Uh, and in New rules and regulations coming through from the federal government, uh, and more people ta- now talking about Roth IRAs. Uh, so I thought I would talk a little bit about uh, Roth IRAs and, and putting more money away into your 401k and different ways to do it. Uh, if you have uh, excess income and you're wondering which, you know, I get the question a lot, should I put it just in the bank account? I've maxed out my 401k. Are there other options, different areas that I, I actually can stash, hear that too. stash this money? Yeah, there's more um, than just a 401k plan. And, and, and depending upon your plan, you may be able to go above and beyond that threshold of $19,500. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that and where you can put your money in. And then some of the rules and regulations on taking that money out, because I hear that then is, okay, I have my Roth, my traditional, and then I have this other bucket. Um, what does that mean when I get to retirement and I need to roll it over? It's a good problem to have to have that extra bucket. But you want to maximize and get the most out of that. That's right. Especially in this great climate that we're in. Yep. Talked about that. With Aaron Spitzner, your host of the Retirement Clinic is on WISN and WIBA. Joining us from Town Bank, our guest today on the program is Frank Sturban. Frank is Senior Vice President of Business Banking. We're also going to touch on some things, if you're from Racine, you may not even know, about some growth, some positive things going on in Racine that we'll update you on toward the end of the program. It is the Retirement Clinic. I'm Paul Kronforst, and we'll be right back. Yeah, that music, Aaron Spitzner. You know what time it is. Usually Jeff Kowal will talk about the sexy segment and say why we do it in the background with wealth management and preservation. Well, this is now your time, Aaron. Oh, that's awesome. Um, in that case, um, what do you guys want to talk about? No, I'm joking. Well, um, you know, one of the things, like I, like I talked about before the break here, um, one of the items I've been getting asked a lot from clients about, kind of my what's trending uh, topic here happens to, to deal with Roth IRAs. Now, Roth IRAs, as a reminder, that's one of those areas where you pay tax before the money goes into the Roth, um, and then you never have to worry about taxes again. So the, the the hope here is that you pay tax, that money then grows in the market, um, increases in value, uh, and then when you take it out, it's all tax-free. Um, now, in, in your 401k, in most 401ks, there's three different areas to contribute your money. Um, you have your pre-tax, kind of your traditional 401k. In that area, you put your money in. It's deducted from your salary. Uh, before taxes are taken out, that money then grows, and when you take it out, you pay tax. Uh, you have your Roth 401k. If your plan offers that, most plans do nowadays, but um, so you want to make sure you offer that. In there, your money goes in. Um, 
basically before taxes, and then when you take it out, or excuse me, you pay tax on that now, and then when you take it out, uh, it's tax-free. And then you have this after-tax bucket. So this is a third bucket. Um, This allows you to go above and beyond those policy limits. Uh, So in 2020, you can contribute about $19,500 into your 401k. This after-tax non-Roth is for those people who have excess income and they don't know where to put it. If the plan offers a bucket for the after-tax money, you put that money away in there. You can contribute up to about 57000 Now, that's your employee and employer contributions. If you're in the catch-up phase, you can put up to $63,500. Um, so, again, for those people that are, you know, you might be either high income, looking for an additional place to, to stash money, or you're basically uh, um, trying to play catch-up in your later years, and you're wondering where to, the best best place is to, uh, to save money. So you, you basically max out your pre-tax area, and now you look at this after-tax non-Roth. You can stash, uh, again, up to 63500 if you're catching up. Um, and now that money sits in the plan and it grows. Um, when you're taking that money out, it becomes a little bit trickier. That's something you have to pay close attention to. Um, so now you're in the retirement, and you're looking to roll the money out of the plan. You have basic, uh, you, you want to only have two checks come to your IRAs. Um, so let's say you have some money in a Roth 401k, a traditional 401k and after tax money as well. Uh, that after tax money is a little bit tricky. Uh, in the most straightforward scenario, you'd have two checks. Uh, one check would have the after tax contributions and Roth 401k money commingled into one check that then goes into a Roth IRA. The other check would be your traditional 401k money and earnings from the after tax uh, bucket. It's a little bit tricky there because the IRS says you're putting this money in your 401k um, after taxes, but they're going to tax you on the growth of that money. So again, I, 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 if I lost you, give the office a call. I'm happy to help you out. 262-522-4040. I've had a number of these cases lately in which a, a client has had multiple different buckets within their 401k and now they have these checks to deal with. How do I do this? Where do I deposit them? Um, we've seen this a lot lately, and we're very happy to help you out with it. At, at the end of the day, using this strategy just allows you to save more in retirement uh, and catch up if you need to. Uh, and be aware that there are these different options available within your 401k that allows you to contribute above and beyond those policy limits. You're happy with the passing of the SECURE Act, right? And this is a good thing? Um, I mean, the SECURE Act in general, it, it kind of has its its pros and cons. Again, the 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 nice thing is, right, they move the, the, age. the, the age from 70, you know, to <laughs> You to don't 70, have to remember the half yeah, years. Yeah, to, to 72. I mean, we, I make a joke about it with a lot of clients. Like, they give you an extra year and a half. It's it's like, okay, big deal. Now, the trade-off there is the, the removing of the stretch IRA uh, in which now you have somebody who – you know, if, if if I'm a beneficiary of an IRA, now I have basic 10 years that I have to distribute all of those funds. And if if I'm a high-income earner who inherits an IRA now, um, that could, re- you know, a big chunk of that's now going to go to the federal government in, in by means of taxes. Yeah. So I can no longer kind of stretch that money out over my entire um, life expectancy. I have to take out the proceeds from that inherited IRA within 10 years. And, and just so people know, if they jumped in late, what this means, 70 and a half, now it's 72. That, that just means your RMD 
has to be done by that age. You, you've got to start taking RMDs out at 72. Yep, at age 72. But is, I, can, I can start earlier, cor- yeah, correct? Yeah, you can start taking money out as early as 59 and a half, but the... Um, There's another half in there. Yeah, they, they haven't got rid of that half. <laughs> can you just change it to 60? I, I mean, you, you think they would, but you know they could have just lumped that into that same secure they act just yeah. to remove the half age. So but. 59 and a half is, is the earliest I can take an RMD out of my 401k... Right? Oh no, that's the earliest. That's that's when you can start taking money out of your your traditional IRA. Yeah. Yep. The, there are other ways, but again, it gets a little bit more complex, and that's where you'd want to give the office a call. That's but, where you come in. Yes. And these things do change uh, almost annually. There's different laws and different, like the Secure Act. So you you've got to stay on top of this stuff. Yeah. It never, it never stops cha- changing. Really, you just have the federal government taking a look at the. Uh, all the money in retirement plans and saying, hey, how can we uh, get our, our share of that faster? Uh, that's that's what I look at. Some of these changes with the SECURE Act is just to increase revenue to the federal government. Aaron, um, first off, good job on the sexy segment. Hey, I, I, I try to be sexy. You nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> Thanks. It's about money. That's what Jeff Hall says. Money's sexy. It's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, at, we're going to save some time because with Frank here, Frank Sturban from Town Bank, from Racine, there are some Racine updates. We're just going to take a few minutes at the end of the program to review what's going on and give you the latest here on WISN. That was the sexy segment with Aaron Spitzner, your host. The Coal Investment Group is on social media, too. And... Uh, Yes, you're a millennial. You always joke with me that we ah. talk about millennials too much on WISN. Ah. I tend to agree with you. There's too much discussion about millennials. Let them be. It's, it's you know, I'm hearing less and less of it unless I'm the just. The plaid shirt and the beard. Uh, yeah. And all the habits. <laughs> it's like, come on, let them be. The man bun. The man bun is a, <laughs> That's a good one. That is true, though. None of us here have a man no, bun. No, there's no, no. You need, actually, you need hair to yeah. have a man bun. So, yes, uh. That's funny. Okay, so um, good job. Thank you. Yep. We're going to come right back on WISM. But social media, yes, all over Twitter, uh, Facebook. But here's the main website, thekowalway.com. Thekowalway, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. Or call their office at 262-522-4040. We'll be right back on WISN and WIBA. Okay, who picked, the mu- who picked this music today? Not that I'd mind it. I'm just asking. I don't know. <laughs> that is, wasn't me. Frank? <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard some Hall & Oates later, early in the show, and that's good, right? Yeah. I like Hall & Oates. I was just I, looking there. They're going to be in Milwaukee soon. Uh, playing at the BMO Pavilion in July, I believe, right? Yeah, I believe so here. Uh, Guns N' Roses at Miller Park. No, no. Gun- yeah. No, they're at the amphitheater. I'm sorry. The AmFam, the new amphitheater. Got a lot of fun stuff coming up this summer. I told you, here's a tip for listeners off the air. If you like Hall & Oates, the website live at com will be the best thing you've ever visited. And you like it, please check it out. It's at his house, and he invites musicians in. And I'm being a drummer and a band guy. I just love it. It's- will I see Hall & Oates and Lizzo? Lizzo? Yeah. All right. I'll look, I think, I'll, I think yeah. I'll, I'll look for that. All one. the shows are archived. <laughs> anyway, live at DarylsHouse.com. Just a side bit. Yeah, Frank, hey. Frank wanted Lizzo. I, I told him, no, we got to go to Hall & Oates. I've already seen Hall & Oates 10 years ago. It, yeah. was good, it was a good show. And they're still playing. 
They're still together, they right? They are, which is phenomenal. So, Frank, as we wrap up the hour, first we want to thank Town Bank, Frank Sturban, our guest, along with Aaron Spitzner from the Kowal Investment Group. What's going on in Racine? Because you're going to give us an update. There has been growth. There's been a tremendous amount of growth, and a lot of it really came after the Foxconn announcement a couple of years ago. And so we actually signed up for our location before there was any announcement of Foxconn. And uh, since uh, kind of being ground zero in, in Foxconn land, there's been a lot of developers coming in the area, a lot of new business coming in the area, which it's a phenomenal time in, in Racine. Uh, and Racine has historically struggled over the last you know 40 years and is really coming back in, in a big way. It's got a lot of attention, really nationwide, a lot of developers and in, uh, in, uh People looking to buy businesses are coming from all across the country, um, which is phenomenal to see. Plus, that we have a lot of great, a uh, lot of great uh, political figures: uh, Corey Mason, uh, City of Racine; Jonathan Delagrave, uh, County Executive; Dave DeGroote uh, in Mount Pleasant. A uh, lot of, lot of phenomenal uh, politicians, really trying to do whatever they can to push that growth forward. So, and that's really what you need is that uh, private-public partnership. Uh, to see a lot of these new developments going on, uh, some of the projects that are going on, uh, phenomenal projects, uh, push all pushing forward. Uh, a lot of great groups coming to town, like Cardinal Capital Management, uh, partnered up with Landcrest uh, to, to do the Ajax project, which is 112 uh, housing units on the uptown area. Uh, gold Metal Lofts is being developed. That's an $18 million project, 77-unit uh, apartment complex. Uh, also, there's uh, another $50 million mixed-use housing development uh, down by the lakefront. Frank, as we wrap up the hour, we don't have much time left. Give out your contact phone number, please. Sure. So if you're looking for a better bank, you're looking to save money, uh, give me a call, 262-691-1734, Town Bank and Racine. And the com on WISN. Thanks for tuning in.